0: You know that's music to my ears because uh, it's football time, folks. You know this is the best time of year. There is no question when it comes to the NFL. You got the playoffs. You got Super Wild Card Weekend with six games through tomorrow, three Sunday, culminating on a Monday nighter. And here to discuss is uh, my very good friend, Mr. Scott Evans Laba. Does such great work in the nation's capital over the years, Redskins. Wizards, all the stuff. Certainly on the national sense as well. we welcome him to the program. Back to the program, sir. How are you?
1: J O say it ain't so. We got the playoff. Playoffs. Playoffs. We got the <laughs> very excited about this time of year. Like like you just said, uh, it's the best. Uh, some of these games will be epic.
0: Epic as my you know. to do list, which I just threw in the garbage. There is no to do list for me this weekend because I am watching football. My so let's uh, let's knock out these games uh, as they come about. Us the first one uh, tomorrow afternoon, where you have the Seattle Seahawks uh, getting in uh, with a lot of luck. A lot of luck. Uh, That Geno Smith getting uh, his team in there, Pete Carroll's team. Uh, A little luck and a lot of thanks going to the Lions for knocking out the Packers last Sunday night. Uh, But you got the Seahawks in San Fran uh, taking on the 49ers. And uh, San Francisco is a red-hot team, Scotty.
1: Yeah, I love, 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 love the 49ers. Yeah, why do you love I, them so much? I, th- I I think this game will, I think this game will be a blowout. What do they possess
0: that you love them so much, San Francisco?
1: Just an all-around team, great defense, a uh, great addition during the season. This quarterback's shown that he's he's NFL capable, very serviceable quarterback, um, mm-hmm. and they're at home. And they're, they've been in the playoffs before. This isn't going to be a surprise to them like it will be for the Seahawks.
0: All right. Uh, this quarterback who has uh, been labeled Mr. Irrelevant. And for uh, purposes of discussion, we tell you that because Mr. Irrelevant is always labeled as the last guy chosen in the NFL draft. That's what Brock Purdy was at Iowa State. But look at how he's performing. He's uh, absolutely Mr. Relevant as far as the NFL yeah. is concerned in the last, last two-and-a-half months, sir. He
1: looked purdy-purdy pretty, pretty to me. Yeah,
0: I would say so, man. He is getting it done. I and mean, this guy looks like a seasoned veteran. Yeah. Is that, is that at the hands of the head coach, Mr. Kyle Shanahan? Why, why has Purdy, Mr. Purdy, been so good here?
1: I think it's a combination of things. I think he's in the right system. With the right coach, they don't ask him to do too much. But when he needs to throw the ball downfield, he throws strikes. Uh, he is, he's looked really, really good to me. I mean, that San Francisco is going to be a tough out for whoever uh, they play when, when they advance after uh, tomorrow.
0: And you're right. And uh, maybe the best trade ever in getting uh, Mr. McCaffrey over there. Uh, I mean, the guy's lights out. That guy could play. You know, he had five seasons in Carolina, and he has just been exactly what San Francisco uh, has, has needed in order for them to yeah. get to that Super Bowl in Phoenix. I'll tell you one thing. I'm with you on San Francisco. Let's go to the uh, Saturday night game. Now, this game is one of those games where it's under the radar, but it just might be the best game of them all, and that is the L.A. Chargers heading into Jacksonville to take on those Jacksonville Jaguars who incredible fashion beat Tennessee to capture the uh, AFC Southern title last weekend. So what about this one?
1: I agree with you. I think this, this is going to be a great game. I like the Chargers in this one um, just because they're quarterback. And um, I don't know what the injury report looks like. Um, I have not studied that. But I do like the Chargers to go in and take care of business. And the reason being is another team that's not going to be afraid to go on the road. Now, now there's a lot to be said about traveling 3,000 miles and playing a game out of your time zone. I get that. But I think the Chargers are just too – I think this is going to be a shootout this game. It's going to be high scoring. Um, but i I just I like the Chargers in this one and now it wouldn't shock me if Jacksonville won what kind of season they're having um, they've surprised a lot of teams, but I like the chargers in this one.
0: on that even though I love the way the uh, Trevor Lawrence train has been going there uh, and let me tell you something uh, Doug Peterson's done a nice job coaching that team. I love them in the future as far as uh, many appearances in the playoffs. I don't think they're ready to take on Justin Herbert uh, and the church, depending on some injuries there with Bosa and Mike Williams at receiver. Uh, I still like uh, L.A. to come in and get a win in advance. I think I'm with you on that one. Let's uh, go right into Sunday at 1 o'clock where you have the Bills entertaining the Dolphins and really – You know, I kind of look at this one myself as that of San Francisco. I don't see Buffalo losing, especially to a third-string quarterback here, Mr. Evans-Lebar.
1: I totally agree with you on this one, Jay. I think it's going to be another blowout. I think the Bills are possessed right now um, because of uh, what happened on uh, that Monday night, and I think they will advance without any difficulty.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just think Buffalo has got it all together. You want to see, say, you have uh, a lot of momentum based on the situation that occurred in Cincinnati uh, on that Monday night, and you and you look at uh, all that has uh, transpired there uh, with Demar Hamlin. I mean, if that doesn't inspire you, I don't know what does. But right now, uh, you are seeing a lot of momentum in the form of. The Buffalo Bills catapulting themselves uh, to me, at least in my estimation, they're going to the Super Bowl this year. So keep in uh, mind, I love Buffalo against Miami. Now, my beloved Giants, first time in the playoffs, uh, Scotty since 2016, uh, taking on the Vikings, a beleaguered Viking team who has certainly had a roller coaster of a season. Uh, when you get right down to it, with Kirk Cousins, you know it's beast of famine with Cousins. My estimation is they will see a very good uh, mindset in Kirk Cousins this weekend. What do you feel here?
1: This is an interesting game. Uh, this is another one of those that, that could turn out to be one of the better games. I mean, you, you got to keep in mind that uh, Minnesota barely beat them 27-24 uh, during the regular season. I think if Drable can game plan... And he can be, um, he can go for it on fourth and one. And they can play the perfect game that you could see the Giants upset them. It wouldn't shock shock me. Um, It's tough to beat a team twice. Now they are going on the road. Um, That that place gets loud too. Uh, But it's going to take, like you just said, a perfect game at a cousin, which we know, we both know. He's prone to throw the interception. Uh, they're they're prone to turn the ball over. So if the Giants bring their A game and the Vikings bring their B game, I like the Giants to advance. However, I will say this: they're going into a to a hostile environment, and if cousin if if the good Kurt shows up, then it's going to be lights out for the Giants.
0: On this one even though I love you know you know I'm a giant fan but you look at it realistically you take your heart out of it and you know I just think it's a little too much I think the Vikes have something to prove here cousins as well hasn't played well listen Giants have had a great season they have. new coach the opening game against Tennessee set the tone the two-point conversion' to win the game and, and you know the Giants have done a nice job they really have uh, but I do think Minnesota is a very talented team, and again, you go by Kirk Cousins here. If if his mindset is that of, you know, free of mistakes and everything else, uh, I think it's a no-brainer for the Vikings to win. It's going to be a good game, no question about it. Leads us up into the nighttime Sunday night game uh, regarding the rematch of the Ravens and Bengals and no Lamar Jackson. Uh, in this one for Baltimore, do they have a chance of any kind here, sir?
1: I say no, they don't. And the reason being, another red hot team with the Bengals that's been in the playoffs before. I mean, they were the Super Bowl. They got the Super Bowl last year. They've got a great quarterback. They've got great receivers. They 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 got this team's number and a third string quarterback, like you just said. Very difficult to go in, and and let's not forget too, that's a tough place to play. Cincinnati's very tough at home. The jungle. Like
0: yeah, no, I'm with you. I think they got something to prove, also. You know, after the uh, Monday night thing and. Uh, You know, they were up 7-3 to three in that game, yet no contest. The NFL ruled it Therefore, What does Cincinnati get out of all this? You know, they're kind of the forgotten team. You know, Bengals, excuse me, Chiefs and Bills, everybody's kind of slated KC and Buffalo to meet in the championship game at a neutral site, I might add. A lot of people are forgetting about the Bengals, and I think they got a little chip here on their shoulders. With something to prove, I, agree. I think they want another crack at these Bills. Keep that in mind. I think they are propelled enough to victory. I think it's going to be a slaughter, in my estimation there. That brings us up into Monday, the culmination of the super wild card weekend, my friend. And that is Brady and the Bucks hosting the Cowboys, who have not played well. And Dak Prescott uh, has been a disaster over the last four weeks here. Uh, what about Bucks and Cowboys, Monday night?
1: Interesting that they put this game on Monday night. Um, I don't recall ever a playoff game on Monday night, but like you had said uh, when we spoke earlier in the week, Jay, all eyes will be on this game because you got Brady and you got America's team. So it's going to have a huge, huge audience for it. I understand from my sources in Tampa that Jensen will be uh, be, uh, snapping the ball to uh, Brady, which is huge. And I don't know if Julio Jones is going to be playing or not. Do you have any insight on that? Um, I think this is one of those games where you cannot bet against Brady, number one. Uh, Number two, Dallas does not look good in the postseason. You go back, you know, to the last time they were in. And they just always fall flat when it comes to winning a big game. Prescott. A lot of question marks around him. He looked absolutely horrible against the Washington Commanders last weekend. The team with a, another thir, a third-string quarterback, rookie quarterback, got taken to school. They took their lunch money. It was just a. I mean, twenty-six-six. Kidding me? Redskins had nothing. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. The Commanders had nothing to play for. And they, and they just completely ran that team out of that stadium at a FedEx well, field.
0: They have not looked well. I'll tell you one thing. If Cal- if the Cowboys lose, that's the end of Mike McCarthy. and look for Sean Payton to take that position in my estimation. so I agree. Uh, a, a lot on the line. I'll tell you, uh, Brady will be fueled if he gets his starting center back, Ryan Jensen. You're right, 100%. Uh, that's a tough game. That's a tough one. I think I like the Cowboys, though. I think I like the Cowboys to oust the Buccaneers and Brady, I do. You know, they've had a very up and down we know the, the Tampa's had a, and listen, injuries play a lot into this stuff. But I think
1: let me, me ask you a gonna, question, Jack. Yeah. If if uh, Tampa Bay loses, is this Brady's last game?
0: Heck. And I think he will be playing for the fish. Dan in Miami, my friend, I really do. I think uh, I think all eyes on Brady and Miami, being the the latest of status situations regarding Tua Tagovailoa, who's obviously you know has his troubles with concussions and whatnot here. Uh, and I think they're going to look to him uh, to maybe go another year here with, uh, with with the Dolphins. I really do. I don't think he's finished. Interesting. At all. Yeah, uh, I like him there, or I like him in New Orleans to play for the Saints. We'll see. You know, there's a little rumor going there that he might be with um, Sean Payton in going to the Saints. We'll see if Payton goes back to the Saints and Brady. I mean, that's a possibility. So I've heard that. Right. I like Brady, though, more for the Dolphins. I, I think he'll I do be in too. tune more with warm weather and everything else. Uh, you know so, what I
1: like about that as well? I like the yeah. fact that he'll be a, he'll have a chance to play the Patriots twice, the Bills. I mean, possibly one of the the Jets. It's it's become a great division that, that uh, I have to west, or east, east, excuse me, east. Uh, great division. So, yeah, I'd I, I love to see him play for the Finns. He's got some good good weapons around him, too.
0: And he'll get a crack twice to, uh, to battle Belichick and the Patriots, too, so I think that also uh, incentivizes everything. Uh, good yep, stuff, my friend. Wonderful stuff. Scott evans Labar, a legend and uh, accentuate legend, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a couple of hundred times. Uh, We'll be watching the games, my friend, and we will have you back as we streamline towards the big one in Glendale, Arizona, February the 12th. How's that?
1: Thanks for having me on, Jay. It's always a pleasure.